Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, besties, and welcome to this episode of Pillows and Beer. Once again, Craig and I are on the road, but we're in the same city, the lovely, quaint city of New York. We are in the sunshine state of New York. I don't know why I just said that, but um, I am in one of my favorite hotels in meatpacking. I love the Gansa Fort, and uh, I know that we stayed here for BravoCon and this and that, and and uh, but the meatpacking, man, it's got so many awesome options. Uh, Pastis, uh, Sohouse, I mean, Catch. I know that Catch just got roasted on the new season, the Real Housewives of, of you know New York, Legacy or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, but like Catch is a staple, and 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 uh, yeah, and Catch Steak is great actually. I think that after the reunion last year, Craig and I and Shep went to Catch Steak just to be like, can we just go and eat like a like a bomb meal and not have to worry about shit anymore and just. <sighs> Anyways, I'm at, that I'm was also a br- at my uh, my favorite hotel, and we are a couple blocks away from each other, and I'm coming back. It's funny because we're mustering like we're in New York City, so we're mustering up the energy to go to dinner together because we're like, we yeah, we have to do that. And I'm actually very excited about it. I was like, oh, this is so chic of us to go to dinner. And I was like in New York City, but it's really just us. Who, who knows where we're going to end up? But I'm coming back from and we'll talk about that in a second. I'm coming back from D.C. Uh, I went to the Hope for the Warriors gala. You were missed, Austin. Everyone asked about you in a in a fantastic way. They. They actually wanted to make sure that you enjoyed yourself uh, at the golf tournament. And we're just like, so what's Austin's take on everything? How's he feel? And I obviously gave your entire sentiment and said that you would have been there if you were not filming in New York City. But Paige accompanied me and we got to go with a lot of veterans and hear generals speak. And I think me and Austin uh, and our friend AJ will be getting more and more involved with hope for the warriors which is which is great but it was my first my first dc gala black tie yeah. gala dude i i would have absolutely loved to be there otherwise or if i were not otherwise engaged um so thank you for relaying that sentiment to them i did text them but uh, the gala looked awesome honestly anytime that like because there aren't that many excuses in life to like wear a tuxedo and i saw obviously that you and Paige were in black tie attire it it's a it's it's so much fun so um it looked better fun. feeling than having clothes like knowing your clothes are ready and prepared for an event like i knew that i actually had a clean tux at the house and a clean tux shirt and like no, shoes <laughs> and true. i was like i am so down for this because i know that i have the clothes because when when uh, you know years ago even like when i heard that we had to do something i mean oh my god first season of southern charm for me are you kidding me like i didn't have like i basically just had shit still from like you know college and i was like okay uh i'm gonna wear you know khaki pants and like a blazer i'm like jeez man that's what i wore to like you know i I don't know. I, so, yes, yes. It is a nice feeling to know that when you're invited to something like that, that, that like, in your mind, you're like, ooh, okay. I have or this like one, knowing, or I have yeah. this one. 
Paige and is probably rolling her eyes because she's like, yeah, this is why I put so much time and effort into making my outfits ready so that I don't like a half hour before the event go. I think I have a shirt somewhere. Well, that see that that level like then it becomes stressful. No, because like, OK, well, yesterday I, I didn't have anything for filming crack. And I was like, oh, my God. And so I, I was running around you know, the city. I literally had to be somewhere by five. And I was like shopping at 330 you know it, it it was stressful and so yes for yeah and so like for that reason you're like you're like <laughs> i actually wore this <laughs> this is what i wore <laughs> um but for for that reason i mean yes it would be so nice to just have something craig man why don't why don't we have a person in new york that like we both can call when either one of us are in town just like okay great sorry what it just that drives me crazy because you know like it's something that we should have done years ago and we just we i like we're ready to pull the trigger for a stylist but we just like we have so many i mean talk about life before southern charm but now where we're at we there are there are a re there we we have the use for a stylist multiple multiple times a month if not a week now and that's not even talking about filming um and the reason we're saying this like that sounds stuck up um but what we mean by that is we have to get dressed for occasions and not wear the same thing over again and we don't know how to do that we don't know where to one, shop one we don't percent we don't we can't spend thousands of dollars on you know new suits every week and apparently when you spend enough time in New York, you realize that there are entire jobs that would help fill that void in our lives. We just don't have that. I know. I feel like we should do that, Craig, so that when we come up here for our various things that we have to do, we literally can just be like, hey, uh, you know, I'm going to call Mark and Mark is going to bring over just like a rack. And, you, you know, I'm going to like explain to him what I'm doing and he's going to get like a feel for what I want. And then he's going to show up with 15 items and we're going to build an outfit and yeah, thank build you a for your services. And then Mark. you have like, watch what happens. And they're like, we're going to put you in something cool. Like we've got like a new designer that wants to do this or like, I mean, 100%. Robocon. And like the thing about watch what happens is it's really like, it's really funny to me. And, and Craig, you're, you're a great kind of case in point for this uh, case in point. I, 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 I recently posted something and said case and point and, People are like, it's in point. Anyways, um, you think that watch what happens is like, okay, okay. I need to dress up to the nines. I need to, boom. I need like a custom made. And like, yes, the first time that you went on Craig, I mean, I, I, I know that you got mixed you know, reviews on your suit, but I actually liked it. I actually liked it anyways. But then the second time that you went on, you were like, all right, um, you know, I'm freaking going to Zara and I'm going to, because you realize like the more that you do it, you're like, Honestly, like, yes, you want to look nice, but it is not the reunion, for God's sakes. Like, it really isn't. And well, some and people then, treat it like it is. The second and, time I based it off of my shoes that I had just bought in Portland, and fortunately, Paige went with me to Zara, and it was, I guess, technically, she picked the outfit, which I'm like, I don't know if I want to give her that, and she's in the other room, so she'll probably hear this, but... I was like, but I picked the stuff off the rack, but she had also said no to like five things before I picked that. And so she ultimately did say yes to the things that I layered. 
And I just, I wouldn't have had the confidence there to pick out what I wore without someone else being like, because it always, like, the coolest looks always feel so silly on you. And you're like, there's no, like, I look like a three-year-old dress me, except when you walk out and you see it, you're like, all right, that's kind of, it's kind of why it's cool. Like, it's a little bit, like, hodgepodge, but it goes together. But So you just have to have someone there that's, like, confident and knows what they're talking about to help me and you. And I had a gay man with me, and that made me feel better about the whole thing i mean rodrigo was with me and he he was like uh no uh yes but funny enough the same thing with me craig i just bought a new pair of chelsea boots and i've been wearing the shit out of them and i was like wait is this like sorry what i'm asking Paige if there's austin and i both know that we are in dire need now of a stylist what's the question are there stylists <laughs> for boys and if we wanted to get one, how would Austin and I go about it? This is so infuriating because I put you on text messages with three different stylists. You just never respond. Okay, thank you, Paige. I knew this. You. I so knew you this. So you don't do it. I knew this. I knew that this was your fault, Craig, because I know that you've always said to me that people have come over to Paige's apartment to style you or something like that. Where is this man's number and why are you acting like you don't have one? Don't even, if you really want to get me started on this, I said a month ago, let's sit down and order your BravoCon outfits and you can tell me what you like and I'll say yes or no and we'll go through all the websites. But he won't do it. So now we're a week away from BravoCon and Craig hasn't ordered any outfits. So I don't know where what he thinks he's doing. And you know, another thing, I'm not helping now because I offered to help a month ago, but now I have to get my own shit ready. So he's on his own. But the annoying part about it is if he shows up to BravoCon looking like an absolute buffoon, which I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he probably will, I'm the one <laughs> that's going to get the hate of like, oh my God, Paige didn't pick out his outfits. Oh, look how Paige dressed him. So either way, like well then stop acting like my child. <laughs> no, she didn't pick out all <laughs> That's her mic drop for the night. She, Have a she nice just dinner, had sweetie. to, bye Paige. She just had to drop some knowledge on you. And Set I appreciate that, that frustration from Paige because Craig, Jesus, you have an in-home, like, I'm, I'm going to say this, and, and, and I'm going to be truthful. For the first time, for the first time since breaking up, or, or you know, since Madison and I have broken up, I was like, shit, it would have been really nice if, like, I had her right now. When I was shopping, because I thought that Brett, when, when y'all were on together, you know, looked nice, and I was like, damn, I really could use someone like Madison right now to help me pick out my shit because she used to help me. But but like, I just find it, it funny because, you know, for the first time I actually thought about it. I was like, ah, oh, I wish that she could fucking help me. And you have someone who's right next to you all the time. And Craig, she wanted to help me with BravoCon fits and her birthday is then. And and you said no? Okay, okay. No. You need I, to get this man's no, number back. We we said yes, but I was going to have to like, order the stuff and it's just i i basically my procrastination came back to haunt me where like i was about to do it on a flight to portland and the plane didn't have wi-fi and that was the one window where i was in like a mood to get shit done and then i just never did it so what i thought she was going to say is the annoying part is is he's going to show up looking fantastic because boys within a week can be like oh and she's going to be like, where the hell did you get that from? And that is not what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, 
with that mic drop from Paige, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to hang with our besties. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PILLOWS. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code PILLOWS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text HOPE NEW YORK. 467-369. In, in Connecticut, help is available for, for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back, besties, to Pillows and Beer. I'm Craig Conover, joined by Austin Kroll and Nick Norris. Austin and I are actually in the big city together in New York, talking about all things uh, clothing, BravoCon, stuff like that. But speaking of BravoCon, Austin and I are going to Milwaukee on Tuesday, right after uh, BravoCon, November 7th, for our first live show of Round 2, Pillows and Beer 2.0, um, our live and show. Craig, Craig, you know what I realized about our venue? Because I I just tagged all of our venues in, in, in all the cities that we're going to, and so I looked it up to find the Instagram tag, and Turner Hall, so it's, it's, it's very popular for weddings. It's very popular for weddings. And I went there for a wedding back in like 2010 right because no 2012 or 13 i dated a girl from wisconsin and we went to a wedding in milwaukee at turner hall and i was like oh my god this is Turner Hall. it's such a sick it's such like a sick venue craig i didn't know that they do you know live shows there so i'm gonna retell this story when we're on stage because why not um and it is a really dope spot, and it's like one of those spots, like in Charleston, that like is highly, highly sought after for weddings. And so we're gonna be performing there. It's gonna be pretty sweet. That's awesome. The event last night was at uh, Union Station. Like, I'm kind of a big fan of train stations now. I just think they're awesome, especially like the old school ones. They're like kind of haunted and stuff. But okay. um, I want to tell you that. It was, I got to play, like, make-believe. Like, I got to play what my life would look like if I would have lived in, like, D.C. and gone that, like, lobbyist, politician. Union like, Station's sorry, a lot of like, fun. What? I said yeah, Union Station's no, Union a lot Station of fun. Was, and D.C.'s cool. Like, I actually like D.C. a lot. I'll like, be in there Paige all weekend. Yeah, oh, cool. Both, if you see Nick, say hi to the sellout. <laughs> and if you missed that episode. <laughs> say hi to the uh, sellout, Nick. <laughs> Um, yeah, Craig, I I'm glad that you didn't end up being a lobbyist on the Hill. 
Okay. Can I can I switch it up because during the break I read this story and actually I heard about it you know yesterday. Okay, there are a couple stories. Sorry, I'm like going into current events right now, and there are two big ones that I want to talk about. One is the pilot on mushrooms who tried to shut off the plane. Um, well, talking about life ruining things, I talked a lot with some of the the pilots um, this weekend about the guy that flew. In a jump seat, and for people that don't know, commercial airline pl- pilots can ride on other people's planes. Um, they just have to ask the pilots up front for permission. They can be like, hey, can we fly in, in the jump seat on the flight? And basically, there is a fold-down seat behind the two pilots um, where like a training individual can sit or a supervisor or other commercial pilots. And... A 44-year-old guy looked seemingly normal. Um, he was a commercial airline pilot, and he was flying in the jump seat. Uh, I don't know where he was going, and I forget the flight manifest. And I do. Uh, it was in the it was in the Pacific Northwest, right? So it was like yeah. it it was well, like they landed a really in really short flight. Yeah, yeah, they landed in Portland. So he tried to pull the engine extinguisher shut off the engines well so what happens is is if you do use the fire suppressant like the engine's fire suppressant it's basically it's used because the engine is already ruined and so the chemical that is shot into the engine to extinguish it it would be impossible for that engine to ever work again so like if he would have been able to spray that into the engines they would not have been able have to been restart able to turn them back on right okay. and so fortunately okay. well, it's like pulling like the it would be like trying to open the emergency exit on the plane like you have to pull down a latch you got to turn a button and then pull something out like there are fail safes because the engine will not turn back on. So it's actually incredibly like time consuming to do, if that makes sense. I, okay. So it's not like pulling have, a brake in a train. It's not like pulling a fire alarm or pulling a brake. Like you have to like, like it's going to be indicative of what you're trying to do for a couple seconds. Have we figured out other than mushrooms, like what the reason was, right? Because, because now this man is being charged with 83 counts of murder because there were 80 passengers. And then I guess, you know, three, three yeah attempted 83 counts of attempted murder uh and so the thing was was that he said that 48 hours prior he ate a bunch of mushrooms and that he hadn't slept in like you know three days or something and then i don't know what the reasoning was though like i don't know what reasoning that he gave for 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 i think he was just, or, i think the reasoning is he was tripping balls and okay. yeah Having yeah, a breakdown. Well, he probably well, thought go. he probably thought the engines were on fire. I mean, he saw a gremlin I, on the wing. There's something on the yeah, wing. Yeah, what I heard was he was in the back, like handcuffed and like not causing a disturbance at all. And when they took him off the plane, the flight attendant was like, Don't worry, sweetie, like it's gonna be okay. We've got you. Like it's gonna be okay, which is actually exactly how you talk to someone who's having a bad trip. Like, hey, it's going to be okay. We're going to get you out of here. Like, we're going to get you outside. Like, you're going to be okay. Like, everything's fine. And that's how people kind of talk to him, which, honestly, it's a terribly, terribly sad story. Yeah, I mean, it certainly is, because I'm pretty sure that he was was working for, like, Alaska Airlines or something, and obviously he's been relieved of all of his duties, and he's facing 83 counts of murder and – Attempted murder, and uh, 
And yes, and so all of a sudden, this man's life is like seemingly ruined. And so I'm telling you, what? Oh, I was just what? say, as an attorney, would do you think this holds up in court? Eighty-three counts of murder. If it's true that he was tripping balls. No, I mean, whole. Yeah, I. The the problem is is involuntary, um, involuntary tox, tox. What's it, what's it called? Involuntary. Um, whatever, when you're messed up on a drug or alcohol, it is a defense, <laughs> but only if you didn't purposely take it. So yeah. it's, oh, involuntary intoxication, sorry. So involuntary intoxication only holds up. It's not like, hey, I would have never done that if I wasn't drunk, or I would have never done that if I was tripping. Um, it's, I would have never, I didn't purposely take those drugs, or I didn't purposely, like, drink. And unfortunately... You know, he probably purposely took them. Fortunately, there were no damages except monetary. Um, no one got hurt, which is going to be his saving grace. You know, hopefully during sentencing, they can prove that, you know, he's an outstanding citizen in the community. He'll probably, they'll reach a plea bargain. But, I mean, he might get a couple years in prison. Like I, I'm saying I, he's not going to jail for 83 attempted murder accounts, though. He's not no, getting no. life in prison. No, no, no. He's not going to go away for life, but like he could, it's, you know, how much money does he have to spend on an attorney? And he's a pilot, so yeah. he's going to have some cash. I mean, they don't have um, that much money, but yes, like he should put all of it into his defense and be like, look, I'll do two to three years. But I mean, still, it's just my worst nightmare. You know, you go like you're not purposely trying to be an asshole, but the problem is, is. What they'll say is you put yourself like you are you're aware of like how much responsibility. Well, you're aware of how much responsibility you have in the cockpit. You are you have been responsible for all those souls on board and for you to request to sit in the jump seat in the cockpit, knowing that you could, you know, be that you weren't, you know, of a clear head like, you know, that's not not a good look. It's not like he was out of the cockpit and tried to get in like yeah, I mean it's not it's not great. He was at least in, in it, my and opinion. he tried to shut off the engine. Like it's pretty cut and dry. Like, whoa, dude, you are on a substance, and and I just wonder what the court is going to say about like the psychedelics. I mean, you know, he has to plead like insanity. You know, he has to plead like you know temporary like insanity that he was fucked up on mushrooms, and that's the only way that you know his sentence is going to get. You know, I mean, I I, I don't know, I don't know, but plead. We'll f- yeah, I mean, no, you're right, I. I if, I you think know, that you is, can on mushrooms and acid. You right. You like you are temporarily insane. Yes, yes, and like that's the only way that he's going to be able to plead. The problem opinion, is, is like a lot of this empathy will, like, all of us understand, or for the most part, you're like, dude, it's a shitty situation. Like he should never fly again. But like he wasn't trying to hurt anyone. He was probably trying to save people. The problem is, is in the court, it's going to be like we don't care what you were on. You tried to turn off. Right, Both engines exactly. of an airplane that's, with 80 that's people his, on board. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and okay, now, so like, all that we can do is kind of sit back and wait to, like, see what the verdict is and things like that. And we're, we're, we'll, we'll talk about it. But I I'm wonder if, um, yeah, like, yeah, we will. And I wonder if it's going to be, like, one guy shits his pants so we all have to wear diapers now. Like, I wonder if they're going to cut oh, out boy. that, like, jump seat option for pilots now. I, because I was thinking that the entire time that we've been talking about this actually i'm like why did jump seats like exist it it seems you know more dangerous than anything it should be like only two pilots 
are allowed into the cockpit and but and you could also like argue though that process. it could be well what if one of the pods goes down you got a jump seat pilot right there that could jump in and help out no that's what your that's what your your first officer is for you know but and he could also jump in if he's outside of the cabin. I think, unfortunately, it's going to be one of those things like, dude, cockpit doors didn't have locks on them before 9-11. And, like, no yeah, one thought it was crazy. A, and now, like, to think. Before you get on the plane. Well, and now to think about a cockpit door not having a lock on it, you'd be like, well, that's crazy. And it might become, which sucks for all the pilots that use this to get home to their families all the time and to get to work. It might be like, are you fucking crazy? Like, they used to let other people in the cockpit, but. Yeah, but. If you think about their trained pilots, either way, if they really wanted to do damage, they could yeah, just do it. No shit, on. Nick. That's why the that's why they're allowed to do it now. But now yeah, Nick, they're yeah, going to be yeah, responsible. Argue, he's still an on duty pilot. He was just off. No, he's not. No, 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 no. But he was a pilot. Yeah, but no, but see, a normal pilot going into the cockpit would have not drank for t- at least twenty four hours or done drugs. Well, that's not he, since true. he's not happen. Yeah, but that's their rule. Okay. okay. As an off-duty pilot, from this story? Yeah, hold on. Let me just finish this because Nick's like not understanding. As an off-duty pilot, you don't have those same rules, so that's where the danger lies. You have someone that's not following the the rules of the cockpit allowed to be in the cockpit. That's right. So, what if you say you can only fly that if you're not drinking? If you act like if you follow the regulations of other pilots. Well, that that's going to be made pretty obvious soon. Okay, Austin, what would you like to move on to? Um, well, I have a couple things. And do we take a commercial before we come back for these? Okay, okay, okay. Um, I have a couple things. Uh, kind of like the date list. Apparently, this huge date list, and I, it's been making its rounds of where not to take girls on a first date. I have some problems with this, and I'm curious as to your take and to hear what our besties think. So we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Okay, and welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. I'm joined with my bestie, Craig, and my other bestie, Mr. Nick Norris. Uh, Craig, we have to figure out where to go dinner after this. But, um, okay. Oh, yeah, I did want to talk about that real quick. Before I jump into the date list of where not to take someone, because I think that this is more relevant for us, Craig, considering that you and I, like, a huge start for us and, like, a huge kind of kickstart was talking about drinking house red wine and going to Outback, right? So and that's still true. Still one of our favorite things to do. It's so, and yeah, and like the whole story behind it was how that whole thing came to fruit, like to fruition and to be talked about. Uh, is that I was like, okay, well, I'm back on the market. You know, this was post Madison, and I was like, but I don't want to take girls out to like you know halls or like a fancy spot every time if they can't be taken to and insert in one of these spots and have a good time with me while sitting at the bar and drinking house red, then they're not the one. And that's where the whole thing came from. And now this whole list came out. Do you want to read out this whole list, you know, fast? And then, and then we can like talk about some, some spots that we don't agree with. Sure. And I will say that most likely I would say that I'd be happy with you taking me to any of these places on our date tonight. So, um, well, that's awesome. I said, find a girl that doesn't care. Uh, Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's. Chill. Here, this is what we'll do. 
I'm going to name the restaurant and then you name a word or reaction in like three words. But then, so I'll say Cheesecake Factory and you'll be like, love Cheesecake Factory. And then I'll say, say another one. I say overwhelmingly large menu. <laughs> All right. Applebee's. Uh, uh, appetizers. Chili's. Baby back ribs. Chipotle. Uh, fancy Qdoba. Yeah, I see that. Like, you want to be waited on. Um, Olive Garden. Yeah, uh, bottomless Breadsticks. The Movies. I, th- this is an interesting one. I mean, why can't you take a girl to the movies? I think, okay, it's, yeah, I mean, I think it's a bad play because you don't get a First chance kiss. to talk. I think, I think you should true. go to That's dinner true. first and then go to the movies. Okay. Um, your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, don't. That's that, creepy. That, that's yeah, creepy is the word to use. Cooking for someone's romantic when you have a relationship with them. Yeah. Um, any fast food chain, cheap and definitely should be on this list. Well, yeah, I mean it depends on like what your budget is, but like if you save up to take someone to like Chick Fil A or McDonald's, no, it could don't, be cute. But... Don't don't ask a girl on a date if if you plan to take them to freaking McDonald's. That's come on. Oh, all right. That's fair. Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, <laughs> she doesn't want to eat. I, I would love that. <laughs> I would, too. But, like, I don't know if you want to both be in sloppy and wing sauce on your first. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Wing stop. Uh, I don't I don't know enough about wing same stop. Thing. But, yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing as Buffalo Wild Wings. Red Lobster. Cheddar Biscuits. I mean, People it's, post, lo- it's, it's Post Malone's, like, like favorite spot to celebrate and i i think that this is like don't take yourself so seriously people like if someone wants to get a red lobster then like go and have yourself a damn time i think also dude for a lot of people that's where you get to go for your birthday or like special occasions like my family didn't go to red lobster when i was little like that was dude i i recently and i know that i've mentioned her name, you know, I mean, twice already on this podcast, but Madison and I used to go to Red Lobster and Whitney just called me recently and he was at Red Lobster with his mom and no, 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 maybe he was picking up food for him and his mom and I laughed and I was like, what? I did not take you for a Red Lobster. He was like, their cheddar biscuits are awesome. And I was like, boom, love it. I love that you said that, you pretentious bastard, but it was, it was great. Well, speaking of where you used to go for dinner or uh, special occasions, which we can talk about later on, but mine was actually a buffet called Bonanzas, and I will <laughs> forever be the biggest buffet fan. Yeah, I am too, man. I had one in college. It was this Chinese spot that that was near my home as a sophomore, and I used to go in there almost every night and fill up just like a plate. I loved their chicken and broccoli, and and they got to know me, and when they were closing up, they'd give me, they're like, all right, well, like, we're going to throw this out, so here you go, and they just give me, like, heaping, you know, portions, and uh, I freaking love buffets. I mean, I'm not sure. What was it called? Do you remember? Date. No, I don't remember, and then and then a hurricane came through Tuscaloosa, and, and it's gone. I think a first date would or be funny, because, dude, they're not, like, some have snow crab legs, and, like, you're like, well, what are you going to start with, and, like, how many plates do you do? Like, I think that would be fun. I think that IHOP, okay, like I think that if like you got taken to a concert and then they were like, let's let's go to IHOP, like what better date than that? You're like, oh my god, yes, I'm starving. Let's go get some. But chocolate IHOP pancakes. isn't 
It's an add-on. IHOP is a yeah, genius okay. add-on. They sure. can't be the whole date. Yeah, if it's um, going okay. well, IHOP. Yes. If, if or like Waffle if, House. If it's going well into IHOP or Waffle House. Yeah. Oh, same with Denny's. Denny's applies to this too. Perfect okay. add-on to a date. Yeah. Uh, the gym. No. No way. Not, no. There's no. a Church. very select few of people that would enjoy a date at the gym, and guess what? They met at the gym. And they're already at the gym together. But great place to meet girls, Core 24 Fitness in Greenville and Charlotte and Seneca. <laughs> I still, we got to go work out at Corey's gym. Definitely. <gasps> definitely. Yeah, man. Let's go to Charlotte and do that. Okay. Uh, church. I mean, that is like a select group. If you are super religious and you want to see if your date is super religious, then I guess you go to church. But, but that seems like a horrible idea. I think it's a, a supplemental one again because you can't talk during church. So yeah. it's not much of a date. Like it's something nice to spend time doing, but you got to take her somewhere, take her or him somewhere. Um, okay. Starbucks so. and or coffee dates. I, I understand what you're saying. Now, what are your thoughts, Craig, on asking a girl, right? You know, you meet a pretty girl and then you're like, okay, well, let's not, you know, just go get drinks. Like, do you want to get coffee? I think that asking someone to get coffee is almost a bust. Like, it's 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 a non-starter. Yeah, I kind of agree with this. I never had get-to-know-you dates like that. Like, my coffee date was at the bar. You know, by the time I, I was... But by the time I was taking someone on a date and like our old our OG besties know this, like by the time I was taking someone on a date, it's because we had already probably kissed or like hung out and like flirted so heavily at the bar that it was time to go to dinner somewhere. And I think coffee is for like when you meet in places that aren't bars, I guess you're like, hey, you want to grab a coffee after this? So I'm not knocking it. I just. I don't have any experience doing it. My dates were always more serious than a coffee date. Which leads us in to ice cream dates, which is supplemental. Okay. Fa family functions. Come on. No. I, I mean, I, I understand. Like, I, I have a great relationship with my family. Craig does, you know, with his. And I cannot wait to introduce a girl that I'm dating to them. But certainly not on the first one. Yeah, I mean, uh, unfortunately, even though I want it to be, real life is not straight out of a rom-com and save that for the rom-coms. Like, that, that's, that's right. something that happens in the movies. Uh, movie night, so Netflix and chill. I mean, that is the same thing as what we talked about earlier. You know, hey, why don't you come over and let's watch a movie? It's like, okay, slow your roll there, Tonto. Somewhere that requires a long drive. No, unless you're driving together and you've already hooked up. Like, okay. I think that's a fantastic plan if you've already hooked up because that long drive is a place time for you guys to, like, talk and get to know you. And then the girl or guy probably the invitee probably like you guys are going to fall for each other in that car ride. But the alternative to mm -hmm. that is if you have not hooked up, it's creepy as hell. So don't do it. Um, bowling. I think bowling's fine. Wait, what was your fine. wait? What was your opinion? Wait, what was your opinion on um, what I just said? The long drive. Um, I I agree with you. Yeah, uh, don't don't be like, okay, yeah, we'll be there in forty five minutes. It's like, come on. Well, you don't no, ever want someone to feel trapped. Not on a first date. Not on a first date. Um, it is a great bowling. Okay. 
I love bowling is one of my top ones. Yes. I mean, because it's fun and it's loud and there are other people there and you guys can like laugh and be goofy and you like can order a drink to settle in and and quality time. Yeah. And then you go to one of the supplemental places that we've talked about, which which could be ice cream or it could be, you know, a Waffle House or a. You know, I don't know if Waffle House, you know, after bowling, but like you go to a supplemental place fantastic. after bowling. I don't know why bowling isn't it. It just seems like like this list is basically being like like for fancy people. Like, why does everyone Wait, think that who, they're so fancy? What, what, OK, let me say by that bowling scenario that you just said, plus a supplemental thing that we've talked about made my insides so happy um, Two, where did this list come from? Maybe I missed that. It it's like has been making the rounds. It has been making the rounds on all of the socials, and like I can everyone tell you, is just. Yeah, it's re- like a re- survey that like people it. did like gave to girls. Yeah. That guess said, what? Where would you worst go? people, worst people on the planet. <laughs> Number I two, think so too. Let Agreed. these people. Where are we supposed to take let, y'all? Let this let this list serve as the biggest like uh, lifesaver or like like wingman or wingwoman as being like, if they're opposed to shit on this list, don't like if they had anything to do with this list or they agree with this list, you don't want anything to do with them. Red wine and Outback. And I'm surprised Outback's not on here, but maybe they're best. No, besties wouldn't have made this list. Um, Okay, Austin, this is a good one. Nightclub. Like say you're in Miami and you'll invite a girl to your table. Is that a date? No, I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. And like, this is just me, right? Because I am not a nightclub person. Um, And I think that's like a tacky move because I feel like what this list is trying to get across is like, come on, men, don't, don't be tacky and don't be cheap. Right. And now this is the opposite where you're trying to like brag to a girl like, yeah, man, I have a table, you know, come and hang with me and my boys. Lame, tacky. I think you do it you know, maybe down the road, right? It's like, you've taken her out already, you've done another date, and then it's like, cool, it's Friday night, like, what are you doing tonight? Oh, well, I have a table at this club, bring, bring you know, your friends, and let's have a fun time. I don't think it's a good first first date, no. Hookah bar is on the line. I mean, it, hookah bar is fine, because I'm all about quality time, and like, if you're just going for like, I, I think it's I think it's on the line of supplemental and on the line of a real date. Hookah bar, no. I mean, unless you're in like a foreign country, right? Because I was just in Marrakesh and I thought it was super cool that the rooftop of, you know, Nobu, like every single table had a hookah at it and like a bunch of girlfriends and stuff are like, you know, hanging out. And I was like, this is super cool and chic. But the hookah portion of it is also, as we've been saying a bunch, supplemental, right? So like taking a girl to a cool rooftop bar on a date that has also the hookah option is acceptable in my opinion to a hookah bar no that's something where where you know down the line you're like hey babe want to want to check out this you know hookah bar for you know shits and gigs these are the last two or two of my favorites they're my and i took page on both of these dates when we first started to see each other uh, a bar just for drinking, which we've answered, but then also sports events. Yes. And I have to say that I just recently took a girl on uh, uh, to a baseball game, a minor league baseball game, and as a first date. And we had 
a lot of fun and we talk all the time like like I cannot believe that someone would say, don't bring someone to a sporting event. We went to this minor league baseball game. It was so fun. I, you know, I mean, dipping dots out of like a helmet yeah. and, you know, like we said, thing. and like, this- we talked because it's baseball and in baseball, there's lots of downtime. And like, yes, it can get boring, which which means there's so much quality time right there to talk to yeah. your date. This list is a list of our favorite things, and whoever made it, screw you. And <laughs> if you think there's anything better than a minor league baseball game first date where you're not crowded, the quality time is pure, and you have fun snacks, guilt-free, like, hot dogs and dipping Dots, and you drink, and you're not doing, like, shots, but you're drinking, like, beers and, like, house wine, and it's just, why is Austin's phone ringing? Like Rookie. the hotel. Hello? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll be down there soon to grab it. Thank you. What did you forget? My soup, My soup dumplings. Oh. I Wait, I thought we were going to dinner. We are going to dinner. You weren't supposed to hear that. I, I ordered this like a while ago and it just got here. I was going to eat it as like a snack. And now like they just got here and I'm like, you know, just just. Just freaking eat them. I'm just. Gonna are we going to? Are eat. we going to? We'll let our besties hear our plan. Are we going to meet up with Kyle Cook, who's going to practice his DJ set right now? Kyle is a a budding DJ. All of a sudden, I mean, I'd love to do it, and then I'd love to collect them and go somewhere fun for dinner. So, let's uh, let's go do that. Okay. Well, we love you, besties. Check out pillowsandbeer.com for a complete list of. Uh, Pillows and Beer Live 2.0 tour stops. Uh, check out our merch. We will be probably presenting our new merch next week. And our I mean, winners I mean, of that merch. We have to at this point, Craig. Like, yeah. we have to. Do we not have yeah. merch? <laughs> and um, Do we yes, not have we, merch, dude? This we, is crazy. We do. Um, <laughs> and uh, check out Carriage House. We've got a new menu. If you are in New York City, it's really... Um, it's turning into a magical spot, which is awesome. Uh, it really is, man. People keep on coming up to me and they're like, oh, I ate a carriage house. It was awesome. I mean, hell yeah. And then you got Hawkeye fire pet fireplaces from Nick Austin's beer and sewing down South. Well, Austin's beer, King's call trop hop by King's calling. Thank you, buddy. Our Christmas collections out. And, um, <laughs> we look, Actually, there is going to be some tea from BravoCon because I'm starting to get tags and a bunch of stuff, but we won't talk about it on this episode. We'll talk about it on the next. And we love you. Thanks for listening. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.